It may be the most addictive toy in history, and it's definitely the hottest thing this Christmas. Nintendo video games. They first arrived from Japan three years ago, and now millions of American kids are hooked and mesmerized. When they do stop to talk, it's in a language only they understand. I was born in 1983, a whiz kid. It all came to me very naturally. Used to bless the NES, one of the best. Mega Man Mario and Simon's Quest. Take a Ride Podcast. I'm your host here, Starks. You can find me on my Twitter handle. It's at Starks underscore industry. You can also find me on Instagram uh, now, mstarkspal. I'm not here alone this evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you may be in the fantasy world. I have the wingman running the three, LT the Sage. How you doing today, brother? I'm uh, doing good, man. I had a good workout. Some people might be able to see a little bit of sweat on me still. Um <laughs> And also, my IG has changed as well. Surprising enough, we're like we're like tw- uh, twin dragons here. Uh, you can you can find me at lt underscore the tha underscore sage, um, just so that I can kind of combine um, my name so people know who I am <laughs> and the sage moniker. So uh, yeah, can't ready to talk about a little bit of dynasty information and go over some unfortunate recent news, man. Yeah, yeah, it's funny, like like you said, Wonder Twins activate in a sense, it's like I had to change mine, actually it's like I changed it a couple days in a row, um, mm-hmm. I know it's, hopefully this should stay uh, M. Starks Powell on Instagram now, uh, so that way, you know, just to kind of, like you said, kind of coincide it together, in a sense, so you can find, uh, find each other easily, if that makes sense, but uh, listeners, you know, I appreciate you guys being on a podcast yesterday, it was more of a a heartfelt episode. I'll, I'll make sure to tailor it more for the fantasy content in particular, but I, I wanted to definitely give the prayers out on the last episode in particular. But this episode, we are still going to talk about the virus a little bit on the impact on certain players, and we're going to touch up on LT is going to throw me a curveball here or even like a behind-the-back pass that I'm not prepared for. Uh, some players that uh, we have as far as the dynasty, you know, outlook on them, and I can see what I can do to shoot sh- the shot, see if I make it, and then he can bounce it. I'll bounce it back to him, and give, he'll give his thoughts. And um, and I think another thing to kind of close up transitioning uh, to the next segment would be what you should do in your fantasy playoffs. That's one of the biggest questions that's going around. Um, and I know last episode I was like play it out, but I still think so. But I think I'm starting to change my tune. Um, looking at a few things and I will go ahead and explain it. If you guys haven't checked out our site, make sure you do check out newlifefantasy.com. Join the mailing list, join as a member for free. It helps our uh, brand to continue to grow. And I actually did post something on Instagram uh, today that we have, you know, subscribers wise, we have 150 plus subscribers to the site. Uh, guys, go ahead and join as members too. If we can convert that over to the members, that would be helpful. But just for you guys to be subscribers to our site, it's a humbling experience in a short amount of time, so thankful for that. Make sure you guys sub-zero that subscribe button on YouTube. LT's putting the hard work behind that. We thank you guys for the subscribers. We might, I mean, we're getting close, LT, not at 100, but we're like 78 we're or something like that. Yeah, we're close to 80, hitting the 80 mark, so we can push, hopefully push a couple more and then maybe even uh, grab some, uh, get some videos on baseball going out there once baseball uh Whenever that starts up, get, <laughs> right. get that going. So, uh, yeah, definitely keep it going a year round. I think in a month or two we can hit that 100 mark. Right. And then um, as far as, yeah, Take a Ride podcast, make sure you guys subscribe. Uh, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher. It's pretty much universal, to be honest, with almost all podcast formats. So help us out there. 
Uh, so with that being said, I'm ready to take people on for a ride. And LT, I'll go ahead and pass you the ball there to run that offense here. Perfect. Thank you. Caught that pass. Um, also, white uh, sprayed it with Lysol as well, just in case. <laughs> um, nah, just kidding. But um, uh, first thing we want to talk about, which is not a joking matter, um, we have had had reports of Charles Barkley um, possibly feeling uh, feeling ill and running ill, and um, he's been quarantined. So just I know he's one of my favorite casters. He's uh, just watching them on um, TNT is amazing. It's, it's you know they're, they're the best uh, NBA. Sh- they're the best sports show I've ever you know. Period. Next to Romo, surprisingly, watching Romo do his man, thing. So, Romo, man. hey man, Romo's pretty good, man. Uh, next to Romo doing his thing. So, um, I uh, just praise out to Charles Barkley, um, man, and to anybody else that's coming down with this. Uh, multiple cases are coming in. Um, so I know uh, Starks probably gave you guys uh, the uh, the large sum on that yesterday. So I'm just going to speak my piece and just say, uh, hopefully everyone's healthy, be safe out there, all listeners, and uh, uh, take it serious enough to you know try to stay in minimum contact with close ones, especially older um, older people that you may have. Um, you know, uh, but uh, other than that, man, uh, let's move. Uh, we uh, that's all the recent news I had, man. Um, I can't think of anything else. Uh, I'm trying to think. Nope, that's it, man. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. So the Donovan Mitchell one, he he was second. I didn't I didn't say that yesterday. Yeah. Oh, you didn't say that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell was confirmed uh, yeah. to have have it. Also, speaking on that situation, since you sure. didn't mention it, sounds like um. Rudy Gobert uh, was being very uh, careless um, the last couple of days, um, you know, kind of joking, you know, that that video kind of surfaced with him touching all the mics and everything. And uh, to be honest with you, uh, it didn't didn't age well. It didn't age well at all. And now, uh, you know, obviously probably directly contacted with Rudy. uh, Donovan has it, too. there's no telling who had it first, right? So that's one of those things where we, you know, we we're expecting Rudy maybe had it first, but we don't know. Uh, so there's no telling. So we don't want to start, uh, you know, throwing around a blame game. But I heard Donovan Mitchell's pretty upset, so um, we don't. We need to keep an eye out on the chemistry of that team moving forward, especially uh, moving and moving into whenever the games come back in, because um, I heard there's a, a lot of uh, issues with those guys right now. So hopefully that all squares away. We hope the best for Donovan Mitchell as well, and hopefully uh, all, also I heard that all ten teams that the Utah Jazz played within the, the last ten teams have mm-hmm. been told to self quarantine as well. Um, so that that involves a lot of teams, a lot of players, and that went into the decision of suspending the NBA. So um, just to, just to give you some more information on on that, but other, nothing else has come through um, otherwise. Yeah, and I think um, from my understanding, you can correct me if I'm wrong, LT. The NBA, uh, a minimum thirty days, it's going to be basically you know suspended or you know no, no gameplay is going to be within thirty days until. Obviously, some updates that happens. Um, hopefully, things will be better within that 30-day span. Um, and I just, you know, kind of ISO and transition real quick to baseball in a sense. Mm. I, I tweeted out before I, you know, uh, after this had, you know, broke out. I was like, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if baseball is on a delay opening season. It looks like that may be the case, too. I think the minimum is going to be two weeks into the season um, for this, you know, this virus going on. So, prayer is out. Um, but, LT, before we get into, you know, uh, as far as, like, um, you know, what 
fantasy playoffs implications goes. We'll, we'll get into that, but I want to pass the ball to LT. He can pass it right back to me if there's like a couple of players that he wants me to touch up on, at least what my thoughts is for them in a dynasty format. Yeah, I'm going to touch on two to three players, um, a couple that came to mind that have recently done pretty well, um, kind of have secondary roles, but have the opportunity with good play to maybe come into prominence. The first guy I want to talk to you about, and I don't know if you correct me, I have a couple guys here, so if you've already talked about him, Dante Divisencio. Uh, right this year, he's uh, averaging 9.4 points, 4.9 rebounds. And I was looking at his minutes here. He's averaging 23 minutes this year. Um, so I was checking with you on a dynasty format area. What do you think about his potential moving forward for the, for, you know, the next couple of years on maybe expanding his role on the bucks? So I think this is a, this is a good one. Actually. No, I haven't talked about him. Well, as far as the dynasty outlook on him, but just to kind of, because like I said, he LT puts me on the spot, and I, I think this is going to be a good episode in particular because I'm not prepared for it. But um, it looks like breaking news, mm. J Tour canceled the Players' Championship. So just sports in general is going to be rough patch across, yeah. across the world. Um, but as far as Dante DiVincenzo, yeah, he's a guy that I think we've all talked about a lot this year. Um Milwaukee, we know how great the team is in particular. You know, we got Giannis Antetokounmpo uh, with uh, Chris Middleton. But as you guys know, Malcolm in the middle, Brogdon, uh, has went or he's went to Indiana. He's got hurt. So someone else needed to pick slack on that offense, particularly. And I know we know Eric Bledsoe, LT's boy. (laughs) It's just not particularly that, you know, he's been he's been decent, but it's not the top 50, top 60 player that he could have been this year. So it's like. You know, you can't put the keys into George, uh, curious George Hill's hands in the back end, you know, coming as a six man. So you need another guard, right? Just in case, because again, George Hill is an older vet per se. So you need some uh, young talent to be induced into the team or injected into the team to pick up the <clears throat> the role, particularly with Malcolm gone. <clears throat> Excuse me. So who in that sense, like you said, Dante DiVincenzo. He's a guy last year. He's made some massive improvements from last year. You know, I think he was he was close to not being rosterable. Well, no, he wasn't even rosterable, rosterable in a redraft and points league last year. Dynasty formats, it makes sense because when you play in a dynasty format, it's more in a deeper league sense. Um, and right now, is I believe he's been inside the top 100 this year, which is crazy because he's only been averaging 23 minutes this year. Um, he's hit a three-pointer. He doesn't score a lot of points, but the last couple weeks uh, or last week uh, before this, you know, uh, viruses came about, last two games, 16 and a half points, really good, two and a half threes, five rebounds, four assists, a steal. Um, field goal percentage is good, 58%. That's you know, this is the last couple games, but uh, he's shooting 46% this year, which is pretty good. Uh, we can expect his charity strike to bounce up a little bit as far as next year. If there is still a season to be, you know, to, to release for the rest of this season. But 76% is not too bad. I expect that to come up uh, next season. But what does his future look like? I mean, he's obviously um, made improvements. They needed some minutes. He's, his minutes has jumped up what, more than seven, eight-plus minutes. I mean, he was only averaging about 15 minutes a game last year. His minutes has even creeped up here recently. Unfortunately, this is probably comes on the heels of Greek Freak when he was out, right? And then Chris Middleton, he had a rest day. So some of these stats are inflated, but the, the top 100 production 
is a beautiful sight. The realistically logic of him would be for what he's done this year has been, in my opinion, 125 ranked. That would be the safer side. And honestly, that's good in a nine cat uh, category league points leagues that could be a little bit sneaky for you he's always been in the waiver wire you stream him under your disposal but honestly the the output that he's been putting in he's typically in a deeper format he's needs to be owned in a 10 and 12 man league is more of a stream situation um obviously it's going to be different now but what does his dynasty outlook look like i will say this you know the next three to four years what's the makeup of of milwaukee bucks you know george hill carries george is not i think if they win a championship, we can just assume George Hill is going to get regression in the minutes. Um, so that maybe could push up Dante DiVincenzo's minutes. They still have decent talent with, uh, I think it's Brown. Was it Selden Brown? I can't remember the name. Sterling. Um, Sterling, thank you. Sterling Brown. Um, but, I mean, obviously he should be better than Sterling Brown. Now, if Milwaukee decides to draft in that situation, like another guard, that could hamper him. But... In a dynasty format, three to four years, he could be potential. I know he's doing top 100 numbers now, but I think the safe, the safe bet is about maybe three to four years, maybe a top 100 player. Uh, could he get better? Yeah, just because of his steal rate this year at 1.4. Do I expect that to improve? Maybe. You give him more minutes. Um, he's a strong role player. Milwaukee trusts him. So I think better days are to come for him. I'll pass you the ball. What's your, you know, your quick thoughts on that, OT? Yeah, and one of the reasons why, uh, thank you for that information, by the way, Starks. One of the reasons why I mentioned Dante is because I'm actually pretty, pretty bullish on this guy. Okay. Um, one of the main things that I was worried about with Dante earlier in the year and was a problem was the minutes. And he, as you can tell, his minutes are trending higher in the second half of the year than they were the first half. And those 23 minutes are actually pretty good, uh, uh, you know, showing where he's at these last couple of games, 28, 24, 23, 26, 27. Those are pretty good minutes um, for uh, in his the way his role is looking up. And the other thing you have to think about in my head on a dynasty and in uh, redraft formats is the fact that you have Eric Bledsoe old. You have George Hill old. You have <laughs> Ersan Ilyasova, Kyle Korver old. You mm -hmm. got you got Wesley Matthews old. Yep. Um, <laughs> you got you got all these guards on their team that are old. And not to say Eric Bledsoe probably has a couple years left in the tank. George Hill, he will always be a great role player. Uh, but Wesley Matthews was starting a lot this year for the Bucks, and I can see that role reversing and going over to Dante next year. Um, if he can if he can trend upward to 26 to 20 to 28 minutes per game uh again 1.4 steals already with the limited amount of minutes he's playing if he can get more aggressive at the free throw line he has 76 percent but his free throw attempts are one and he's on 1.3 so it's not really a, a good uh, you know if he gets yeah. he needs to shoot more um and he just needs to shoot more he needs to get this up to about 12 to 13 attempts per game and then Mwah, I love it. So in a dynasty format, I do like him. If you can get maybe put in some stock with him, things are looking up for him because they're going to want to pair more youth with Giannis. So um, you look at look at that moving forward. But on to the next player. And this this one, Starks, I don't know if you have anything yet, uh, but I have uh, Juan Her Hernan Gomez. Uh, yeah, Juancho. Hernan Gomez, he's been a, a kind of a pickup darling recently for the Timberwolves, and there's a lot of a lot of noise about Cat 
playing Call of Duty, and maybe he knew what was going on with the virus ahead of time, and he took a he took an early early break. <laughs> maybe, maybe he had uh, some inside intel. Uh, but um, Wancho has been coming out and playing great with that limited Timberwolves team. Now, they just brought D'Angelo Russell in the Timberwolves. Doesn't sound like Cat's going anywhere, but Wancho is really putting on a show for maybe other potential teams to pick him up or look at him uh, for their uh, for their squads as well. Uh, what do you think his role as far as expanding, being able to maybe possibly uh, play? He's playing some high minutes recently um, for another squad or even with the Timberwolves moving forward in a dynasty format. Ooh, this one, this was a curveball for sure. I like this one, LT. So... Juan Hernan Gomez, um, he's, I mean, he's still young, right? But the thing is, obviously, like you said, the Call of Duty situation with Towns, I mean, obviously, <laughs> his minutes are inflated because of that. And mm-hmm. they're still, you know, delegating the time frame of our boy here, as you as you would call him, Taz Reed, right? Or yep. I like to also call him Nostradamus. So, you know, I, I just look at like this. It's like Minnesota right now are... It's almost like you're, you're putting a donut on a car, right? And you're just e- expecting them to just drive around on this this uh, this mobile. And it's like, well, what are you trying to say about that? I, I think they're just basically driving around on donut. And what I mean by that is they're just getting by. They, You know, you got James Johnson. We love James Johnson's fantasy appeal. He's, he's got all the potential of fantasy. But he, come on, let's be honest. It's not like a real NBA player that people take really <laughs> seriously in NBA, right? You know, so you right. got to trot it out there. Um, man. Yeah. If I if I, I can, and, and this is one of the things that comes to my head, can Wancho play next to Cat? That's true. That's so true. you know that that's an option because he's he's like I said he's putting in minutes, he's showing in Minnesota staff that he can perform pretty decently. He had a very uh, he had a you know terrible game here uh, recently with three points, but even before then he was double digits, getting multiple rebounds, getting three steals on one game, two steals, two steals here. He's producing, uh, especially for people in those um, those uh, categories who may have just picked them up from the waiver wire. But this is a situation where I see maybe Wancho could play next to Cat uh, next year with uh, D'Angelo. Um, I don't think they they really have a power forward really in place like a, a person that's in place. Um, so I, that's I, I didn't know whether you, your thoughts on maybe his potential of starting next year. Um. I feel like he, they could they start him. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. Do I think so? I, I don't really think so. Uh-huh. But I mean, I wouldn't be surprised, though, because they have, as you would call them, like second fiddles on this team. Right. <laughs> they have so many because after that oh, trade, geez. after, you know, getting, you know, Wiggins leaving, co- covert ops leaving. You got D'Angelo Russell. That's cool. And Towns like uh, after them. I mean, Malik Beasley, let's be fair. I mean, he's a good player. But I mean, is he like a superstar? But I honestly, in the fantasy community, he he might potentially be under the radar. And honestly, if there's your cheat code, you're going to be able to cut coupons of Malik Beasley, and I think he's going to be a very underrated player in fantasy next year, especially if they start him. If they continue to start him, uh, that's what I like to see. Um, but Towns, I mean, I can see maybe a Koji, your boy Culver. They might play mm-hmm. around with that. Maybe Nas Reed. Now Nas Reed still might be the aforementioned center, you know, behind. Towns, yeah. but maybe they start him at four too. So there's a lot of things that they can play, and then you got James Johnson too. So it's going to be a weird circus there. How they're going to do that rotation in particular? It's, it's kind of gross. But <laughs> as, far, as far as like his dynasty appeal, I'm not going to be like head over hills over Hernan Gomez, or excuse me, yeah, Juan uh, Juancho Hernan Gomez. But 
I mean, he's doing well, right? You know, he you mentioned he's got he's getting that injected amount of minutes, obviously because of the Minnesota situation. Uh, the last seven games, he's been ranked inside the top hundred, really good. Thirty minutes, mm-hmm. twelve points, two snipes, nine rebounds. He's almost a double double guy, right? Um, a steal, no, like he he doesn't block. So if you guys expect like a a, a weird big man to get blocks, he don't do it for you. So just remember that. But he, but he steals. And he steals, and that's beautiful. I, I like big men that get steals, LT, and I, I'm sure you do as well too. Um, but man, there there could be that could be. It. I I know why you want to talk about. It. You want them cheap big men. He you're gonna get him super cheap next year, and that, so, that is actually a good one. Yeah, so I'm thinking. This is what I'm thinking for Tennessee. Now, this, uh, Tennessee Timberwolves. If they don't make any more moves between next year, this year, and next year, I can see a starting lineup of Russell. Beasley, Culver, Wancho, and Cat. Uh, if it, you know, obviously, I, I think they moved D'Angelo over to Cat. I think they're going to stick with Cat. I don't know what's going on with him this year, but I think they're they, they're invested in him, so they're going to keep him. And I think that I think that's the starting lineup, man. And you know how I love cheap big men, and he comes with some steals, and he stretches the four for Cat. He can hit threes. I think that that is a big plus for this team. They haven't really had that stretch four in my remembrance. I can stretch the four uh, with Cat so Cat can go to work down low on the block, even though he loves to fall in love with the three. But anyways, um, yeah, I, I like it. This is me just, you know, sage wisdom, looking into the future. That's what you have to do when you're, you know, thinking about fantasy, looking ahead to the future. Um, that could be potential. So look out for Wancho. But Starks, Starks said he doesn't know. Hey, I, I, I'm, I'm thinking... Um, I'm thinking top 100 next year, man. Top 100. Oh. Hey, man. You, yeah, you, you're drinking that Kool-Aid hard, hey, man. That's sweet. Hey, man, I, I, if you're confident in him, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it, but I'm not all for that move, right? I think he'll be more of a top 150 guy just because it only makes sense that Minnesota doesn't seem like they're going to utilize him like that. But, hey, if they do, that's going to be – if they do start him, LT, I'm with you then at that point. I don't see him being yeah, the, 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 the starter yeah. there. That is a tough situation, but could it be? Yeah, it could potentially be um, because the next three to four years, I feel like he's more of a, a person that's going to come off the bench. Mm, but if they okay. decide to start him, he could be strong. Uh, I still look at him as a, a top 150 type of guy the next three to four years. Maybe they'll start Jake Lehman instead, man. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe Jake Lehman will start, man, instead of Wancho, man. <laughs> Any, <laughs> all right, last, last dude I want to talk about, and this guy, he's he's been kind of playing around. Um, oh, whoa, where is where is he? Anyways, uh, he's been. Um, let me see if I can find him real quick. Oh, you're good. Trey Lyles, where are you? Oh man. Gosh, Trey Lyles. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming with all with all the with all the hits, baby. Trey Lyles, he is playing a little better recently. Um, hold on, where roster? Where you at? Where you at, Trey? There we go. <laughs> Trigger Trey, actually, the reverse reverse edition. Um, but yeah, Trey Lyles, uh, he's been playing decent recently. A couple double doubles, getting some extended minutes, as you can see with San Antonio recently. And I'm just going off of recent guys that kind of in the last week or two have been, you know, putting up high production. You know, obviously end of the season, a lot of people are resting, but there's a lot of old guys on the Spurs as well, older than Trey Lyles. Um, and they are maybe going into one of those ports where next year they kind of try to start getting an infusion of youth. Aldridge is getting older. 
Um, Rudy Gay, he needs to retire. Um, and so um, I'm just checking with you, man. What do you think about the possibility of Trey uh, coming in and maybe uh, getting more run next year as he has shown in the last couple of weeks? You know, this is I'd say this. It's like, I, why are we talk? There's like so many things I could say. Like, I'm saying, number one, why are we talking about him? But number two, like, I, you know, what's funny, even more funnier is like I expected this guy to be good like four years ago and I mm. dropped him in a dynasty format. And he literally mm. crapped the bed, right? Yeah, like, he has been. He, you know, he came into the summer league. He was a world beater in the summer league, you know, years ago. Preseason looking pretty good. And just like, it just started to fade away. But he just looks like he just just got this juice all of a sudden, right? San Antonio, you you, you had highlighted on a few things, especially, you know, they're getting older, right? LMA, uh, Bellinelli, Rudy Gay, you know. <laughs> The list goes on and on, right? I mean, De- DeMar DeRozan, I mean, he's at the ceiling, right? He can't get he's, better. He's, he's old. He's old, too. <laughs> right. So just all these players in particular, it's like you know that they're going to run, you know, uh, Derek White out there. Um, I mean, Patty Mills is old, right? And then they're going to – what's the other guy? Lonnie – is it Lonnie Walker? Lonnie, Lonnie Walker, yeah. yeah he's, he's a young, younger Derek face. And, and then your boy – oh, yeah. Then your boy, uh, Mer- Paul Mays Murray, like man, <laughs> he's he's oh. just dead loaf. Yeah, he's he's annoying <laughs> this year. Yeah, but uh, listen, if do I envision him? I mean, he's been starting as far as uh, Trey Lyles, mm-hmm. but I don't. I would be surprised if they continue to start him next year, right? In San Antonio, it doesn't seem like San Antonio would, but maybe I could be wrong. I actually I would not be surprised, but. He's been giving strong. He's been inside the top fifty like the last few weeks. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. I cannot believe it. The averages follows fifteen points in this few weeks, like almost three snipes. It's six, six rebounds, one and a half steals in a block. He's averaging a triple one LT. I cannot take it, man. And we're talking about this guy. Listen, this is why this is why I brought it up, man, because he's been playing alongside Aldridge. So there be, he's been playing that four position with Aldridge playing that center. You can imagine Aldridge has one good, you know, solid year playing at center. Trey is too small for that position, but it's been working. It's been working for them. And uh, it, they've been producing. Now they have other issues like the rest of their team, um, but he's been producing and Aldridge has produced fairly well in that time span. So next year, who's going to who's playing that four position man um i i just i don't know and unless they decide to go very 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 uh very small you know do the old houston houston rockets try to get a covert ops to play center or something like that he is prime if he can stay in this position he's i i, I don't see who can on this team who's going to really play that four um for them so i just stating uh you know if he can stay on the roster if every if they don't pick up anybody different obviously um i wonder if he will get the chance to start alongside audrey's next year after showing out showing what he's able to do and we got we got to also remember jacob purtle's been injured too so I true think true, true probably true, more true. be the starter but that's true i mean it's with san antonio you just never know but i, I will say this it's like we can kind of transition. I'm not going to even give like I'm not going to I'm not going to hurt the, the listeners' ears in dynasty format on trigger Trey Lyles because he's burned a lot of bridges over the years. Um, but hey, listeners, if you believe it, like you know, LT does, he could be okay. I mean, he definitely could. LT is looking for those cheap bigs and them 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 hybrid them four fives. And honestly, I I like cheapies too. 
but he's going deep in the pockets. <laughs> and honestly, if you're in a dynasty format, you need them deep pockets, man. It's real. So hopefully you get him at a discount. Um, would I try to get him in a discount? Yeah, sure. In a, a deep dynasty league, redrafting points leagues, uh, that's a no for me. You can, you can you you can pick them. You the, the thing about Trey Lyles, and this is I'm actually in a dynasty league, y'all. So um now I'm in a dynasty league. I'm thinking, I'm thinking ahead of the game, man. I need some cheap bigs on my team, man. I got I got decent I got decent players, but I need some cheap bigs. And I'm like, man, Trey Lyles, okay, okay, okay. Let's see what he can do. So I'm gonna have my eye on him. Not saying he's gonna fall, he's gonna jump off the stat page next year, right? In dynasty formats, but he could be a really if he's able to get those minutes, he's showing with those minutes, he can produce. Next year in a deep <laughs> dynasty format, he could win. No, nah, no, nah, he can't win you the season. Man, but he could, juice, he could. He could. He could. Hey, hey, the orange is here. The orange is in my hand, and I'm <laughs> squeezing it. That Tropicana. That Tropicana. Listen, <laughs> Trey Lyles, trigger Trey, the real trigger Trey, not Trey, not Trey Young, the real trigger Trey. Trey Lyles <laughs> is the one that's going to take you to the promised land. And I know the listeners are going to hold me to it now and make sure I pick them up now and pick them up in my yeah. dynasty format. Yeah. So uh, I'll get right on that. Yeah, man. Let me, let me take that orange away from your hands, man. It's, it's, it's outrageous all this time, but Hey, this kind of makes sense to transition to what are you doing fantasy now? So hmm. I, I, I will just talk, highlight on Jacoperto. Like he was going to be a person that could potentially help you to get a, a fantasy championship right now. Just like what LT said, he's, he's been hot. But the long term, it's what's going to hurt. So there's been a lot of people, like I had mentioned in the last episode, a lot of people getting frustrated, irritated with this whole situation. I mean, honestly, you know, it's an illness that you can't, there's no, it's in, you can't, you can't dance around it. It's, it's real, right? This is life, you know, at its, at, at a heart, at the heart. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. LT. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is in your fantasy playoffs or, what do you do in your fantasy? There's been sayings that you should end it. And at first I was like, nah, just play it out all the way through. Now in a dynasty format, that's probably what I'm thinking. You're going to play it out regardless. So if someone drops a player um, in a dynasty format, yeah, I think transactions should still happen. Redrafting points leagues, I still kind of, no, it's not still, I still believe it should happen. What really kind of made me change my tune, maybe the reason why it could end, is because how's Yahoo or ESPN or Fantasy, if the NBA comes back for the regular season, how's the, the formats that you play and how are they going to delegate the Fantasy playoffs, right? That's what you got to see. I would wait. I would still play as if the season was going with transactions and everything. I don't think you should put a stop to it. Um, that's where I differentiate from some of the other uh, individuals in the industry in that. But I'm okay with that too, as long as your league is fine of just stopping the league. And I know, as you guys know, I'm, I don't, I'm not a person that gambles, but if you do and that's what you do, that's fine. And you want to end the league. There's been mentions of like splitting the pot for people that's in the playoffs. That makes sense. Um, but I would still try to play all the way through because, listen, you know, I know it's it's been mentioned. Is it really fair to still make transactions? I think it is absolutely fair because listen, someone gets hurt. You make you you have to put them on the aisle or you have to make a pickup. You know, random stuff happens on your team. I think this is a unfortunate life event that's still random, and I think you should be able to still make moves. And hopefully, I don't think it damages uh, your fantasy league as long as people is playing through all the way. Now, if the league comes together um, and you know you're against it or you want to come to an agreement that maybe you should end the season, that's cool. 
but I'm in the component of playing the league all the way out. Now, if there's like something weak, for instance, like, okay, the season's come back, they're only going to play three games, then how they how would the formats do the playoffs? And then that's when it wouldn't make sense, right? Then I would just play it all the way out. If there is just a few games left, just play it all the way through and we'll come and delegate and see what to do at the end. Because if there's only two or three games, then there's no way you could do fantasy playoffs if that makes sense, right? So that is my input on that. I'll touch up a little bit on it, but LT, I want to pass you the ball. You know, what's your thoughts on this in particular, what to do? I got two. I got two thought process. One, it should be a league vote. Um, So I would just check with your league, get a vote out, see what they want to do. A majority wins and go from there. Um, I think that's the best way to go about it. Uh, Second thought process is in most of my leagues, they have locked out all transactions. So um, no one's able to, you know, pick up players, drop players. You can't do any of that in most of my leagues. Um, so with that being said, I, I, dynasty formats, I feel like it is a multi-year contract for a manager to manage their team. Um, so I don't see a problem with keeping it going in dynasty formats on a one-year contract type of deal with the redraft leagues. Um, it might come to the play because even though they're only going to have a, they're saying 30 days, let's be honest, um, the way things are progressing, it, it, it may be more. Uh, you know, so um, if they continue to push it out, if ya- hopefully Yahoo has things in place to, you know, we don't even know how Yahoo's going to respond to this. They haven't, yeah. I haven't seen anything from, you know, Yahoo Sports or anything or ESPN Sports. Um, so we don't even know. So to be honest with you, most, most, most GM, most uh, owners are uh, playing it safe by locking. Sure. But um, in a dynasty format, it, I mean, who cares, right? No, and more than likely, nine out of ten times, nothing's going to occur. No transactions are going to occur um, until we know for sure when the days are going to come, and then we get more information, and then and then people are going to start trying to make moves for the playoffs. But um, I, I, like Stark said, make a make a vote. If people just want, you know, play top six teams want to make a, you know, if you have twelve teams, top six teams want to just split the split the pot. You know, in those situations, um, that probably is the best because we don't know how long this is going to take and we don't know what um, when it comes back. They might go straight into playoffs. I heard Um, they might like forego like the, you know, push back the season, maybe go straight into playoffs. Who knows what's going to happen? So uh, just keep your eyes out. Um, If you want to be safe, lock, but just run a run a run a uh, league vote. That's that's that just makes the most sense. Yeah. Run a league vote. But hey, listen, you send the vote. My hand goes up. I'm playing all the way through the season. But, yes, still go through the league vote. <laughs> That's where I stand. But, hey, again, if it doesn't even make sense, if there's like like what LT says, if they just jump right into the NBA playoffs, then it's like, okay, never mind, right? But I still think that you should be able to make moves, like, regardless, because that's what you're doing. You're taking a chance, just like you take a chance when someone's injured. But, you know, that there's a lot of different opinions on that. But, I, you know, we definitely wanted to share – our thoughts on it. So in that sense, there was something else. There was a listener that did reach out to me that I thought was interesting. He had mentioned, Hey, Kelly Oubre is out available on the, um, the waiver wire. And actually there was another listener question. It was so loaded. I, I'm sorry, listener. I, I, I meant to actually answer that a few episodes ago. I forgot what it was, but let me answer one of these other ones. Um, so the listener asked, you know, Kelly Oubre is available on my, the waiver wire. Do I pick him up? You know, I will say, you know, if your team wants it and you can afford to do it, yeah, absolutely. 
But honestly, in a shallow league, yeah, I mean, I will pick him up. That's only if you're t- okay. I, I just basically said the same thing. Yeah, pick him up if you're capable of doing that. But um, who are you going to drop? Right? It's it's a chance, but sure, why not? But just keep in mind, how is your does your league? Are they going to play all the way through the season? That's what you have to you know make sure that as well too. Honestly, in a dynasty format, uh, that's the beautiful thing about dynasty. You can you can play forever, right? LT forever. And forever. <laughs> <laughs> it, exactly. Wow. Yeah, uh, just to, just to be clear, I'm probably gonna I'm probably gonna have next year two basketball leagues. One's gonna be that dynasty league, and then one's gonna be our our yearly redraft, redraft. league. And, and maybe I'll do the points league, uh, maybe three. But man, I, I I'm in six this year, and it's like I just couldn't, I just couldn't, I just couldn't. It's hard. And and then and then in one league, I was doing really good, so I started just checking that league a lot. And then, and then it was like, hey, by the way, you have four other leagues you need to check on on, on Yahoo. Then I had to switch apps over to ESPN for the other random league I'm in. And I was just like, why did I do that? I don't know why I did that. Anyways, because um, I was back, right, Starks? I felt like I was back. I was you like, were, yeah, I was back. I was hot. feeling good. I was hot. I was like, oh, yeah, let's go. I'm doing research. And, <laughs> and then halfway through the season, I'm like, all my players were injured. <laughs> Every, Kyrie Irving, I, I dropped them in like three out of six leagues. Kyrie Irving's like... That was your problem right there, dude. Yeah, in, in those three leagues. Guess what? I'm done. <laughs> those those leagues, I'm like doing awful in is the ones I picked Kyrie as my second pick. So yeah, there you go. But yeah, I digress. You can find me, uh, <laughs> listeners. You can find me on IG at lt underscore the t h a underscore sage. Um, I am going to start posting a lot more. I'm gonna try to start posting a lot more starting this Monday kind of getting everything geared up and ready got my phone just got everything you know i'm getting my uh my car vlogs ready to go so i'll be talking about everything uh fitness sports um so just look out for that the sage chronicles are coming soon and uh, a lot of a lot of uh plugs for new life fantasy as well so uh, look out for that yeah plug it up plug it up uh you guys are the listeners you can find me on my twitter handle it's at starks underscore industry um, give me a follow. Ask me a question. I'll get to you at a prompt time in my uh, the new. Hopefully, it should stay the same now. Instagram account name is uh, M. Starks Powell. Give me a follow there. Ask me a question, or I'm starting to finally actually put pictures of myself on there. So just check that out. So we we appreciate you guys uh, for all the support that you've been doing for us. Uh, pretty, pretty good, pretty good photos as well. Hey man, thanks man. I I, I just I, I'm not a photogenic guy like you man, but I appreciate it, brother. Whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, the clutch shot I'll take is because uh, I know LT he's, he's ready. Uh, I'll just take a real quick clutch shot. Is uh, if the season ends, that means my streak will still be alive in the redraft league. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> my season wasn't looking good either. <laughs> so I still got another chance next year if the season closes. <laughs> so listeners, love you so much. I will pass you the ball to if you got a clutch shot there, brother. Yeah, my my clutch shot is listen, be safe. Uh, they uh, they stopped three three weeks of spring break here in Ohio, Starks. I don't know if you heard that today, um, but they uh, so kids are gonna be out of school for three weeks starting Monday, um, uh, mandated by the state. So um, I'll be working a lot of days from home upcoming. Uh, so people out there, just be safe, do the right thing. Um, and uh, if you if you know if there's anything you need guys need any advice or anything you can 
I'll let you know. But uh, just be safe and God bless to all of our listeners, man. Yep. I echo that. God bless you guys. We love you so much. With that being said, have a good evening, morning, afternoon, and take a ride. <laughs>